Good morning, Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. It is Monday, the 20th of Feb, and well, what a weekend it was into our new norm, which is after Cyclone Gabriel. I hope you're all doing okay. Your morale's a little bit, well, happier than it was earlier last week. But hey, the new normal's here, and hopefully we can put some smiles on your faces after a big weekend of sport. There's plenty to talk about over the weekend in terms of our very own sports teams that are applying their own trade and their chosen sport. A good morning to the team up there in Auckland. You've got Aroha, you got Joey Bell, you got Robbie, and you got one and only Tony Kemp, who is still up north in Kitty Kitty. How you doing, Kempy? Yeah, morning, morning, Izzy. Yeah, I'm doing well, brother. It's been a nice weekend up here in the sunny, far north. It's, uh, oh, gee, it was hot yesterday, mate. Not much wind. Nice waking up uh, to the sunrises here, mate. So it's a sight to behold. Um, but, yeah, also just the other part of it was actually getting the reality, the, sh the shots of, of reality from all of the uh, socials and the, and the news coming through from our East Cape our East Coast um, whānau down there. Um, yeah, just, you know, you, you think about it, you you drive through that, like I said, when I went out to Muruwai last week, you drive through it, it's like a war zone, you know, you come come up, you see the rain everywhere, and then you you see all the the, um, the footage from down the East Cape, like 10 times worse than anywhere else. Um, so I really feel sorry. But the, the other part of that, like the way that people have just jumped on the back of that support network, and and getting things down there, you know, and 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 this other part about the looters, mate. Like seriously, oh, just yep. I don't I do not get it. I do not get how people think that it's okay in times like this when when their fellow countrymen are sitting there that it's okay to go around and do looting. Like you know, get a life. Um, apart from people feeling like that they've lost everything to have to put up with that and use that energy. Um, setting up roadblocks and keeping people at bay, I just think is a is a, a an energy that should be put in put into something else. If you feel like doing something, pick up a shovel, go and help. Mm. You know, clear clear houses out. People need help. They don't need to be worrying about do all that sort of stuff. So, apart from that sort of stuff that was coming in, I've, mate, it's been a good weekend up here. Just um, sitting on that lumber. I unfortunately couldn't get a photo for our socials, bro, because I'm the only one here. Um, but uh, I will I will grab one. Uh, I had a bit of a had a bit of a laugh about that, but no, it's nice, mate. I was looking forward to it. a really good sleep last night. Um, yeah, looking forward to the week. It's going to be a good week. Yeah, good week, Kempi. And you did right. Like, can't believe that, that people can see this opportunity. But no surprises, really. There are some, there are a few out there that just continue to do what they do and and go out there and ruin other people's, you know, hard work that they've been able to do. And you know, going in when these people already been affected and. Just helping themselves. Can't believe it. And I dare you to try it at my family house because yeah, you'd be straight out that front door head first <laughs> if you did that anyway. So, look, you, you are dead right in, in sense. Like, the thing about Kiwis, most of us Kiwis, we just rally behind each other. And that's been the case in the Hawks Bay and at my house. Had a, you know, it's been devastating at my whanau house in Pukitapu. And it's been uh, a horrible time, and, and it's crazy times, you know, and I feel so helpless when I'm down here. And But then you hear the stories of people just rallying behind. Yesterday, there was 20-odd people at, at my house in Swamp Road, and, you know, it was two metres underwater through the whole middle of it. They had onions, they had, um, you know, apple trees through the middle of the house. Yeah, the, and, you know, the water levels up. Yeah, it's everywhere. 
and then the caravans, you know, bent in half up against this pole. My dad's home that he was going to live in once um, my grandma, you know, passed on and, and, and things like that. So it's pretty devastating, but Kiwis rally behind. And they had 20 people there. They had a couple of diggers smashing it all out. And then they said, oh, this builder just turned up. I said, oh, what, what happened? Well, the builder just said, I just want to get out there with his kids. And he drove around and he just popped into the house. He said, I don't know you from Bar of Soap, but I want to help you. And he told them what to do. And so they've just been gutting the whole house, taking off all the jib, took the kitchen Help out, and just getting getting the mahi started and getting it all mm. done. Because they had to get all the um, all the destruction out onto the road so the army could come along and take it all away. Uh, but yeah, those are those are the stories that you're hearing, and and uh, it's going to take a long time. Ten billion dollars worth of damage. Oh, mm. It's going to be crazy, crazy times. But if anyone can get through it, Kimpy, it is Kiwis and, and Kiwis rallying behind each other and just. Getting the job done. I was, I was lucky enough. Well, you know, on the weekend, it's quite hard, really, because, you know, knowing what's going on, you've got to go celebrate love. And one of our very own, Kirsty Stanway, got married on the weekend. And uh, it was probably my proudest moment, watching my good friend, one of my best friends, walk down that aisle. She looked absolutely beautiful, stunning. She married her long-time partner in Gareth Thorne, and now they're, they're married. So I had a beautiful weekend down in, in Queenstown, celebrating love and really enjoying it. But on the other side, keeping an eye on, on what was going on on the TV, on the sporting arena, Kempi. There was plenty happening, and it was so good. We're going to be talking breakers later on. So on that, who we got coming up on the show, Kempi? Yeah, morning, Artelda. It's a big day today. After seven, we'll be catching up with Justin Nelson to talk grand final, baby. They're back, the yeah, Breakers, good. and uh, we'll get his uh, inside on how that's going to look. Uh, man, how good was that last night? A packed house down at Spark Arena. Then at 7.40, we'll talk to one of New Zealand's finest female jockeys, Sam Spratt, about her upcoming Jockeys Challenge in Saudi Arabia. Uh, only one or two females in that, I think it is. And after eight, Cole Mills joins us to talk cricket because we know all of our listeners want to talk cricket this morning, is he? Mm-hmm. And we've got plenty to talk about and find out what's needed post the All Black Cap, uh, All Blacks game against England. And to round it out this morning, we'll talk, tack left and talk to our native kitty kitty man himself, Blair Tukey. I'm waiting for him. They're just sailing up the water up here. Come and pick me up, brother. Let's go and hit that break. Monday Madness with the crew and our usual catch-up with Paulie Moati and much more. Uh, big big start to the week. Looking forward to it. Yeah, 0800 150 is the Kennard Tire phone line. We'll be talking plenty of sport. There's plenty going on. Double eight, double three on the Temper Bedpost text machine in regards to what went on over the weekend. And, yep, test cricket. Day four. So we collated last week, you know, the closest for the Kiwi, uh, the Black Caps' highest scorer. I don't know if there was many picking Tom Blundell mm. to, to get over 138 or if anyone. There might have been the odd one. And remember, the closest to the pin gets a $50 TAB bonus bet coming your way. Louis will be back tomorrow. He was the one that wrote the list down. So we'll come back and smash that out. And if you're a lucky one, you'll get a $50 TAB bonus. Bonus bet. Yep, test cricket, Kempi. Day four, session one, done. So they went a little bit longer than most anticipated, but pretty convincing. 267 run loss against Bears Ball. And like they say now, this ain't Bears Ball, this ain't Stokes Ball. This is just England cricket. This is just English test cricket right now. You change, you evolve, you adapt. All going to leave you in the dust. And that's what we're seeing at the moment with the English side. Who 
a bolstering a side averaging mid thirties, mate. That yeah. aging. You got Stuart Broad and, and Jimmy Anderson who are in their late thirties, still running around like they're twenty and bowling the ball in perfect um in perfect areas and putting this team under pressure. There is so much to debate, mate, at the moment. This black cap side, there was all chat about the seam bowlers. I thought they bowled relatively okay in trying conditions. Blair Tickner, probably my bowler of, of the of the game, of the match for the Black Caps. I thought he bowled extremely well. Probably stamped his case to maybe get a few more opportunities. But it's the batting, mate. You look at the top four. You look at the top four. Other than Devin Conway, they they were they fell cheaply. There's a lot of pressure on Henry Nichols right now. Kane Williamson, he got a duck in the second innings. Tom Latham. Got an opportunity. Devin Conway, 77 in the first first innings. But other than that, top four, relatively poor in that test series. Mm. Yeah, Nichols, Nichols will find it hard to hold his place. Look, when you're talking about age, I was talking to Robbie about this this morning. When you talk about age and you've got a 36-year-old and a 40-year-old running around, Bord Anderson leading the way with that, the rest of the, the – they're not spring chickens. It's They're out enthusiasm. You know, they're out um they're enthusiastic in everything they do, and they're just outplaying their black caps in all parts of the game and setting themselves up just to have some fun. Mm. But the question has to go back to, if you're looking at that with Broad and Anderson, then where does Guppy sit in the mix? Because that's what people are saying. He's too old. We've got to move on. You know what I mean? So is is there a place for us to bring back? So Baz has gone and done this with, with ageing cricketers. What's to say that we can't? Because we need some help. You know what I mean? Mm. And then we need to go cap in hand to, to Baldy. We need to, to change the policy and get him back in there. But what about Guppy? Because at the to- at, you're right at the top order. The first of the, in the first innings, three of, four, of the four opening batsmen went cheaply. Um, mm. Conway held it together. And then <laughs> poor Timmy had 12 bucks, I think, he got on the third day to to um, to end the end the test match. It went four. But it just, oh, look, I people think people are waking up going, you know, where do we go? Where do we go from here? Well, Guppy, Guppy scored uh, a hundred over the weekend in the Pakistan series over in Pakistan off about 60-odd balls. So he got back into the runs and the first 100 over in Pakistan in that new competition. So, you know, he's got a bit of form there. He's got a bit of confidence. I could potentially see that happening. Look, at the at the moment, like, everyone's debating, you know, we don't have, we don't have the cavalry that we used to. You know, we had Craig McMillan on last week talking about it. We went for a golden era of Test cricket and, and and the squad that we've been able to pick from, but I just I I, don't, I can't use that I can't take that as an excuse. Like mm. I th- I feel like we've got cricketers there, we've got the talent in this environment at the moment, but there's just something a little bit deeper than that. I feel that's that's wrong with this team. Mm. They're lacking confidence. I know winning gives you confidence and and in an environment like you you walk into an environment. And you, as soon as you walk in, you get and it oozes warmth, it oozes confidence, you know, success. And at the moment, I think that's lacking. I think there's just something going on that's just not quite there because these players are very talented. Tom Latham, mate, he's, he's scored hundreds. He knows how to play test cricket. Yes, day-nighter, the conditions, pink ball, there's a lot of variations there. But for me, those are excuses. Yeah. They've got the depth. They've got the talent. But there's something just not quite clicking, and that's the 
that's the hard thing to comprehend at the moment with this, this Black Caps team. Like, no one should ever come on our backyard and, and end a test match after four days, let alone Brendan McCullum and his English side. <laughs> and, his, and his bunch of English golfers um, picking, yeah. up, picking up some talented golfers. They trade the twice through. out of 10 days, Gibby. Twice out of 10 days. They're on the golf oh. course for most of it. That's what I mean. The cricket is there. The talent is there. But the balance isn't quite there, and there's just something not quite mixing at the moment. And I think we're all heading on the we're all heading down the right page here, and we're, we're something that we're alluding to. And I know many of you back home will be thinking the same. So let us know what you're thinking. Double eight, double three, on the temper bedpost text machine.